Welcome to the Christine Means Business Podcast. My name is Christine Hansen and I'm a business consultant helping entrepreneurs to scale their business without working more through wonderful team management, leadership and strategy. Together with fellow experts or my own, this podcast is designed to share the most actionable tips, pieces of wisdom and anecdotes that will help you to avoid any mistakes that will cost you time or money to grow your business. It is my absolute joy to share that knowledge with you to help you for your ultimate success. You will get a new episode every two weeks and there's loads of free materials on my website christinemeansbusiness.com. So go ahead and check that out and I'm looking forward to hear your feedback and please don't forget to give us a couple of stars if you enjoy what you've been hearing on your podcasting platforms. And without further ado, let's start the show. Hi, and welcome to this brand new video and blog post and podcast of Christine Means Business. And today I want to talk about entrepreneurial weaknesses. Um, and it's not a topic that should be negative. It is actually a topic full of opportunities and of beauty because once you get your weaknesses and you can deal with them, there is nothing holding you back, literally. So we're going to look at different strengths and weaknesses of an entrepreneur. The strengths, I kind of already talked about them last week. Today, I really want to look at certain weaknesses that I see happening all the time and how we can deal with them and why it's important that you ask yourself the question, what am I not perfect at? What am I not as good at? So the first thing that I want to talk about is that as an entrepreneur, when you, specifically when you're a solopreneur and you have a small business, you will need to learn a lot of things. Usually we have been trained in something very different. We are very good at the content of the niche that we are providing our service or our product in, but all the rest is sort of new territory and some of it will come very easily to you and some of it will not. So here are some aspects that can be difficult for you. Aspect number one is marketing in general. Marketing is really a talent that you get with practice and with education, seeing what is working in terms of psychology, persuasion psychology, what is trending, and also literally having a hunch and a gut feeling of what works, having a certain aesthetics, understanding the culture, knowing that this is something that speaks to people, knowing how to tap into emotions, knowing the different channels to use. Do you use social media? Do you choose more long-term? Do you produce a video? Do you go to the radio station? Do you focus locally? Do you focus nationally or even internationally? All of these things and also knowing how to calculate a budget is really important. So marketing is a huge animal that usually companies have a separate mar separate um, department for. But if you are starting out or if you're running a small business, you will do this in-house, which means you and maybe your virtual assistant who has actually no business in giving you marketing advice, but who is supposed to transform your ideas into content and into um content pieces. So marketing is a huge one that not everyone is good at. And if you are not, I highly suggest that you do make the investment to talk to someone who is great at marketing, who can pinpoint ideas with you and who can also help you to find the right person to support you with that. 
Secondly, very close to marketing. To me, one of the most important pieces in business is copywriting. And most people don't even know what it is. Copywriting is all the text that you're writing to convey your message to consumers and to your people. So it is from what it says on your little flyer to even on your business card, to the text on your website, to your social media text. All of it is copy. And some of us are good at it and some of us are not. To me, for the longest time, it was easy to write copy for my clients. It was impossible for me, but I've kind of changed that ever since I've picked up storytelling for my copywriting a lot more. And also throughout the years, I've taken a lot of courses, written a lot of copy. And so I was able to become better at it. It is still not a strength of mine, but I am getting very quick at it through practice. However, in the beginning, I did outsource this a lot because otherwise nothing would have happened. So copywriting is the weakness number two that I see a lot in people. Number three is that um, a lot of entrepreneurs and new small business owners are very excited about their new idea, but they're not very strategic. That means that they don't see the milestones that it takes to get to a certain result. It's something that I excel at when I look at businesses. I can look at them. I can listen to the owner sparkling and bubbling and giving me all the ideas and I see the roadmap straight away. This is where we start. This is what we do. See how exciting I'm getting. Excited I'm getting. So <laughs> this is where we start. This is where we want to go. This is what we need to do. These are the assets that we need. These are the people that we need. I can see that immediately. And I can get a time frame more or less depending on how much time my people have. Other people just don't have that. They have their idea. They want to get there. But it's really difficult for them to see how. And also, again, the more you launch, the more you try, the more you know. And especially if you're in the start of something or if you haven't needed to do it, sometimes you have a business that just runs on autopilot in the beginning and then suddenly you need to actually create new leads. It can be difficult to do that at first. So it's definitely not something that is a given for everyone and it can be a major weakness that is going to burn your energy and your money. So just be aware of that. And again, I'm highly encouraging you if it's not your strength to get educated in that or to get some help in that. Then another thing is public speaking. <laughs> not every business will need you to be able to be a public speaker. Um, some businesses are you know, you can just, you, you sell a product and you let your product do the talk, but whatever you do at some point, you will most likely need to talk about it. You need to be talking about your service, about your product. You might do conferences, you might do networking and not everyone likes public speaking. And it's literally something that will take a lot of practice to get over with. So there are other ways that you can support yourself with that, getting coached, getting practice or having copies speak for you. And getting someone to literally give you a text that you can practice, there's different ways of doing that. But public speaking is a huge weakness. And if you really cannot do it, you have to maybe even find someone who will do it for you, a partner in your company who is the public face, and you will be behind the scenes. That is when ego comes into play, but it's well worth considering it. Then what else do we have? Ooh, yes, being a visionary. Being a visionary for me is also not a given. 
People can launch a business because they have a little idea that they want to promote. They want to maybe even create a movement. But having a bigger vision in terms of what the impact will be, what it will look like, how it's 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 a little bit different from the strategy in terms of that strategy is really the practical one. Visionary is more of an emotional one and it's huge. And not everyone has that vision, which makes it difficult sometimes to manifest the energy that you need to pull through because a journey can be quite long. But if you have that vision, if you can feel that vision, and that is very personal, it can be you retiring with 40, it can be you creating a foundation, it can you be you sponsoring schools, it can be all kinds of different ways. But it's also fine if it's just about you buying five horses and retiring at a beautiful ranch, you know, whatever you want to do, there's no judgment there. But you need a vision for yourself that you can be different from a company vision. But ultimately, we are all living our life, our own life, and are looking after us. That's just the way it is. And it should be. So that's that one. And then I think those were the last ones that I had. Um, I think the last one I talked about in the last video, which is perfectionism, um, that that can really get into the way a lot because you have such a diverse portfolio. We just talked about a few of these right now that if you are a perfectionist, you will be absolutely, it will be very difficult for you to move on. You will burn a lot of energy and you will be so much slower than if you recognize your weaknesses and you can outsource them. So hopefully this has been helpful for you to recognize what you might not be great at. And it's not something to be ashamed at. A weakness is it's normal. None of us can do all of it. But make sure you understand your strengths and power through with these. And understand your weaknesses and get help, get support with them. The more you practice, the better will we get. But you can practice by seeing others do it. I cannot tell you how much I've learned through all the coaches and all the different service providers that I've worked with, seeing them work, seeing their results, I learned a lot and it has helped me to hone my skills and have my weaknesses become a little less weak. And yet I still know when it's time to hand off the torch and give that little element of my business to someone else. All right, so hopefully this has been helpful. And if you need help with your business and you know that, for example, strategic thinking or marketing is really not what you enjoy doing, then let me know. I'd be happy to help. I'll talk to you soon. All right. And here is what I usually forget at the end of every episode. So first off, thank you so much for listening and taking the time to tune in. We really, really, really appreciate it. Now, don't forget that I've written a book with everything you need to know about growing and building a business online. It's called We Mean Business, the practical guide for creative entrepreneurs, coaches and small businesses to build your brand and grow your business online. You can find it on Amazon, but also in other online bookstores and on my website. Also, please make sure that if you want to stalk me, you follow me on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube or Twitter or Pinterest or TikTok. And if there was anything in this episode that you learned, that you found entertaining, that made you giggle, then I would be over the moon if you'd left us a five-star rating. These ratings go a long way for more people to tune in and make sure that you follow the podcast as well to share the love and to have more people find it. Thank you so much and we'll see you in two weeks time for a new episode.